0: thing that I've been doing to, was always the ice cream
1: truck coming to town.
0: I run inside. Mom, can I get some money? I want to get ice cream. Ice cream! The good humor.
1: What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to...
0: now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks,
2: the great Bambino,
0: and Eric Fry. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
2: Welcome in. Welcome in to another day, to another edition of the uh, Starting a Lineup here on this Friday. This feel good Friday, if you will. Potentially snowy Friday, mm-hmm. February 16th, 2024. What's happening out there? My name is Travis Sparks alongside Eric Fry. We're here in a studio and we're here for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. And uh, coming up along the way, we got a lot of basketball to uh, cover here. We got uh, action from the uh, local world last night. We had a regional champions uh, crown, so we'll tell you about that. And we'll tell you for the uh, schedule for this evening for the uh, last regular season games for boys of basketball. Some uh, senior nights going to be happening all over the place that haven't happened yet already. So uh, we'll explore that schedule And I don't believe anything's going to go down on a Saturday with, uh, you know, potentially IHSA. I mean, they had the regionals on uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. Last year, even uh, the boys' regionals starting on Saturday and then. Uh, for some reason it was on a Monday now with how the schedule uh drops so I doubt anybody plays this weekend there they'll rest up for uh, regional play uh, starting on a Monday we might take a peek at those uh brackets and I promised that yesterday but uh Wasn't able to uh, quite get to that, so maybe we'll hit up on that today. We'll hit up on uh, some uh, college basketball as uh, there was uh, stuff happening in the uh, men's world, in the women's world uh, there, and uh, we'll hit up on the uh, uh, matchup uh, tomorrow for the Illini. uh, The Illini guys following us, spectacular, powered by the IlliniGuys.com, will follow us, and they'll be more in depth with the Illinois Maryland coverage and recap. Uh, The game against uh, Michigan as well, and everything Illini athletics, and uh, so that'll coming up after us, and we'll also be hitting up on uh, some NBA as the uh, last game of the first half, last games of the Mm -hmm. uh, first half took place there uh, last night. So we'll take a look at that as well as where everybody stands in the standings entering the All Star break and All Star weekend of festivities in Indianapolis. There, So, uh, we'll hit up on that. And, of course, a big weekend for NASCAR. Fingers crossed about the uh, weather. And we'll be hitting up on that. And we'll be hitting up on that in the podcast because we got to have our pick for the 500 as we pick the Clash. But that was two weeks ago. Yep. We need to pick the winner of the 500 and also have some entertainment on the 500. Yes as well so we'll get to all that coming up here on the uh, program here on this loaded friday schedule here today on the starting lineup Mm -hmm. so uh as you would imagine here with the uh the time of year and everything going down uh there so uh let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, get it started and uh, let's hit it up with our uh, first segment and it's our first segment called first things first before we get into the show
0: First things first,
2: and I thought we started in a uh, college basketball here, beginning of the uh, day as uh, there uh, last night history was uh, made as we have a new all-time leading score in women's basketball history, and uh, top of the list could be uh, falling uh, shortly. She's not too far away uh, from that, but uh, it was uh, Caitlin Clark, of course, last night and uh, Iowa destroying a Michigan. And maybe destroy is a little bit of a, a harsh word. And six points
1: That's for
2: Iowa. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a 40 point victory, but uh, still 106 to 89. Uh, the Hawkeyes got the win. And of course, Kayla Clark uh, getting uh, the uh, all time scoring record there, uh, passing plum for uh, all time leading score in women's basketball history. Mm. Uh, there, and uh, she said it in the uh, post game, but of course she pulled the logo yeah and that's how she broke the record
1: nailed that three from the logo (laughs) of course sweet of course she would sweet
2: travis um you know we we knew that she was uh, gonna get it there she was only eight points coming into the game and uh she nailed that uh three there in the opening quarter and that was uh, just the beginning of her night she ended up with uh, 49 in the game to uh I beat the wolverines
1: let me ask you something travis and it's something that i've heard brought up here this morning on on our espn station so i thought i'd bring it up to you as well is she must see are you tuning into the tournament to watch her in iowa but specifically her
2: yeah i would say so
1: you think so i mean yeah. she is probably the most must see on the girls side since maybe candace parker mm-hmm. when candace parker was in college
2: yeah. Yeah, you could argue that.
1: I mean, I Sabrina inescu.
2: Right, but it feels bigger.
1: I think it's because of where she's located. Like Inescu was out on the West Coast, late night games, Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Caitlin Clark's in the middle of America in Iowa, like
2: mm-hmm.
1: heartland of America, as they say, the cornfields right. of the USA. And I I think I think that's part of it and also I think the other part is is that She's not very – she hasn't had a whole lot of controversy.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the the biggest thing that she was swept up in was the LSU stuff. Right. And uh, everything that happened there with uh, Angel Reese in the national championship game and uh, whatnot. And, uh, you know, after Angel did what uh, she did and then, oh, uh, well, you know, she's just responding to what Caitlin Clark done over uh, the course of her season and her career. Uh, there that's about the only only thing though Mm -hmm. but um you know maybe that made her a big a bigger star uh from that perspective i think so it just feels bigger than uh, nescu as uh, not just that uh playing on the uh uh, west coast that doesn't help uh but you know i feel like she didn't fill it up like caitlin does oh yeah because now she's the all-time leading scorer in women's basketball and uh, you know, if they make a deep run into the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament, like uh, it's expected, she's going to be the all time leading scorer in uh, men's or women's uh, college basketball. Uh, there, she's like hundreds of points or 200 points away uh, from breaking that uh, for Miss Clark.
1: Well, and here's the other thing, Travis. Is she going to be a needle mover for the WNBA?
2: Hmm. I mean, yeah, I'd say so.
1: You think so? I, I'm not 100% sold on that yet because we've said this about a bunch of people, and they just haven't quite done it. Mm-hmm. And, yes, she is a prolific scorer, but I I don't know how well it's going to translate to the WNBA. Hmm. I don't expect her to get 49 a night in the WNBA. No. And so, does some of that wear off if she's, you know, not putting up the points?
2: Right. I mean, I think that maybe one of the things there is, like, she's a a shooter, and that translates to any game, and obviously, her range is unlimited, and so, uh, I think that can translate.
1: Yes, but last night, Travis, I know she put up 49 points. She was 16 of 31 from the field. Mm Mm-hmm. In... WNBA, you're not going to be putting up 31 shots on your own. No one else on that team minus one player, one other player, took 11 shots. No one else took double figures and shots. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen in the WNBA because all these people are getting paid. And they know that the more they produce, the more they'll get paid.
2: Hmm. Yeah, everyone's getting paid. Uh, uh Clark's getting paid by well, State Farm. Yes,
1: we know that. We know that as well. <laughs> I just don't know how well it's going to translate. That's all. She took 18 threes last night, Travis. The entire Michigan team took 19. <laughs> that's, again, that's not going to happen in a WNBA game. Sure. Hmm. You're not going to have one player just sit there and be able to put up shots.
2: Yeah. But those are, uh, she's being a uh, comparative uh, just because of from and whatnot, and those are Steph Curry numbers. They right are right there with uh, putting up that many shots, and that many threes, and whatnot.
1: Can we get her as a late edition uh, tomorrow night? Can we <laughs> yeah. get Steph versus Inescu versus Caitlin Clark in that three-point shootout? Yeah,
2: uh, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I think I mean uh, Iowa's not that
1: far away from Indy.
2: Uh, no, it's not too terribly far. We can make
1: it there in a day. Let's go.
2: Yeah, you're, you're right. It's not that far away. Uh but I mean her next game's not until the 22nd. Yeah. Uh at Indiana and then uh Illinois. Yeah. There in Iowa. Yeah. On, Fe- on February 25th. Uh they'll see there in Iowa because they're uh, really paying the prices there to uh, go see uh her in Iowa play oh, yeah. uh basketball there with uh over $500 just to uh, walk up and get a ticket there.
1: Crazy numbers. So
2: just uh, crazy numbers there for uh, women's basketball uh, there. And uh, she's now a third on the all-time score list in uh, both men and women's as Antonio Davis from Detroit Mercy is within striking distance there, and Pistol Pete Maravich has over 3,667 points, and Kalen Clark now has 3,569 uh, points there, so not too terribly far off there. Pistol Pete's mm-hmm. all-time record there. I'm trying to use the calculator here on this yep. uh, on this computer. How how far away is that?
1: I don't know. Math was not my strong suit.
2: 98 points. So, yeah, she's going to, she's totally going to get that.
1: Let me ask you this, Travis. If this Iowa team does not make the championship game, Hmm. does that dim her a little bit? Eh, maybe a little bit. Because two years ago, they did not make the Final Four. They were the two seed. And they lost the 10 seed great in the second round. Mm-hmm. Last year, we know they made the championship game. Lost to a great, great South Carolina team. 2021, I think she was on the team then. Um, did Iowa make the tournament? That's what I'm looking at now. I believe they did. But I don't know how far they went. They were the fifth seed. They lost in the Sweet Sixteen hmm. to UConn, which again, enough that that's not a bad loss to to UConn, but does it does it tarnish it a little bit, or at least not? You know, are we talking a great scorer who can't be on winning teams?
2: I mean, yeah, maybe it does uh, diminish it a little bit if they don't go far. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, maybe just slightly. Uh, there, mm-hmm. I guess we'll have to see how it all shakes out in March. Shakes out there in we'll March, back. you know. We'll come back, in April. We'll come back to it, yeah. we'll revisit that and uh, uh, at in a later date. Yep. Uh, there, but uh, Clark did that on the uh, women's side and uh, on the uh, men's side there in college basketball last night. Uh, it was uh, Purdue, they were in action in the Big Ten, and uh, Minnesota actually led here at the half. And Purdue needed a late run in the second half to uh, win this one. And they won over the Gophers 84 to a 76, but uh, trailing actually at the half. Mm. So uh, Minnesota actually gave them a game there last night, but uh, could not pull the upset. So Uh. the Gophers could not help the Illini uh, out there last night. Mm -mm. Uh, but uh, the Illini will try themselves out on a Saturday, as no one in the top 25 uh, is on tonight. Uh, but the top 25 is slate for a Saturday. Iowa State hosting a Texas Tech. Number 15, Alabama hosts Texas A&M. Wake Forest at number 21 of Virginia. Number 17, Creighton at Butler. Texas at number 3 of Houston. Uh f- Dayton's in action. Also got Virginia Tech at number seven, North Carolina. Number nine, Duke at Florida State. Number 19, BYU at Oklahoma State. Number 20, Wisconsin. They've been on a little bit of a slide as of late. They'll also be in Iowa City there to take on the Hawkeyes. That's a good one at a 2 o'clock there. Marquette Mm. and UConn. Number four versus number one.
1: I can guarantee, Travis, are you ready? One top five team will go down this weekend. (laughs) Yes. One top five team will go down. That's
2: a solid... Solid prediction there. Uh, LSU at number 11, uh, South Carolina. They've already went down this past week. Uh, Number six, Kansas at number 25, Oklahoma. Uh, Vanderbilt at number eight, Tennessee. Baylor, number 12 at West Virginia. Number 22, Kentucky. Number 13, Auburn. Uh, Indiana State still holding on to that 23rd spot. We'll see if they fall out of it after their loss the other night. Uh, But they're in a Carbondale. They got an SIU.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're they're yeah, like you said, they're not going to be ranked after the polls come out because they lost the other night. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, a, a ranked matchup there at SIU uh, is going to be going to be nice for the moment.
2: Going down to Carbondale yep. to see the 23 ranked Indiana State Sycamores.
1: I had I had this pulled up, Travis. Before we move on completely from Caitlin Clark, um, did you hear about what Hyvee is doing? The no. supermarket. Hyvie is making a donation to the Caitlin Clark Foundation. They're donating thirty-five thousand six hundred and ninety dollars in honor of her reaching three thousand five hundred sixty-nine points. Um, the Caitlin Clark Foundation's mission is to uplift and improve the lives of youth in their communities through education, nutrition, and sport. And Hyvee is like major, big time in Iowa. They sponsor everything in Iowa. So uh, good of them for stepping up here and and turning uh, not just a record-breaking thing into a good thing as well
2: right yeah doing it for a good cause yep yep uh, so
1: hyvee also sponsored the nascar race in iowa and the indycar race in iowa like i said they sponsor, they sponsor everything sponsor in everything iowa. everything oh. in iowa is hyvee huh
2: interesting um and then on uh sunday uh Purdue's back in action they're on the road against ohio state and uh that's going to be one of their first games so with their new head coach after they parted ways with their yeah. head guy the other day, I was
1: gonna say that that makes me a little nervous for Purdue. You think so? Yeah, Ohio State's got something to prove. Everyone's gonna expect Purdue to come in and just walk all over them. So, yeah,
2: see what the line is yeah. for that one. Yeah, um, and then you can uh, watch that uh, Marquette and UConn game, and then you'll have just enough time to uh, tune into the uh, Illini game as it starts at 4:30 on a Saturday as the Illini make the trip to a college park to take on a Maryland. And uh, the Illini rank number 14 in the country uh, right now. And, of course, the uh, previous time uh, there that the Illini matched up with a Maryland there, they took the loss in Champaign. 76-67 was the final there in uh, that one. So uh, we'll have to uh, wait and see what happens this time around. Hopefully it's a, a better performance. But uh, the Illini... I said it back then, it doesn't seem like they ever play real well against Maryland. And uh, sure enough, I don't believe that their track record is great on the road here. So uh, obviously, you did what you need to do and uh, blew out Michigan. Bounced back out there that lost to party uh, But now you got a couple of road tests uh, here, particularly uh, tomorrow. And you can hear that right here on 98.9, the game for that. And like I said, our coverage begins at 3.30. Uh, for Illinois-Maryland tomorrow. And uh, the Sports Spectacular powered by the IlliniGuys.com will follow us and they'll be diving into this game more in-depthly. And uh, the next game after this one on a Saturday for the Illini is next Wednesday at Penn State there. And then uh, they return the next Saturday against Iowa uh, there in Champagne, so a couple of road games out west, west, east, the opposite direction, Travis, and I'm um, directionally challenged, clearly, and uh, so I'll uh, be tuning in to that, and we'll probably have to recap that on a Tuesday, uh, we'll have to just see what happens, because we have a, well, loaded postseason schedule on a Monday for the boys basketball so uh, we'll take a look at that a little bit later but we have to move on here and we'll talk about the local sports that went down there last night regional champions were crowned in the girls of basketball and we'll hit up onto those coming up next here on the star lineup
0: the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios will be right
2: back Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, spring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season.
0: Don't risk losing the trusted news, traffic, sports, and weather you get from AM radio stations. It's time to make your voice
2: heard. We need Congress to pass the AM radio for every vehicle act to keep AM radio in cars. When Internet and cell services are out, AM could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to pass this critical legislation now.
0: Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text stop to stop.
2: This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters.
1: Around here at Wrangler, we are all excited for spring. The longer days,
2: the warmer nights. When you've got your pick of shorts and jeans, either works just fine. Because comfort keeps us going. So grab your family, your friends, and your Wrangler layers, for some fresh air adventures
0: together. Blue skies, open roads. Wrangler, for the ride of life. The new year is here. Time for change. Start a recession-resistant new career in the high-demand fields of IT, cybersecurity, and AI with My Computer Career in just months. Already in IT? Build your cybersecurity skills and prep for thousands of open positions employers nationwide are desperate to fill. Attend classes live online or on campus. Make this your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. That's mycomputercareer.edu.
2: Financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill.
1: And now, to ever be able to play in a Super Bowl in your home stadium. Thank you, five more dollars.
2: We're allowed to say it. How many points are the Super Bowl
1: worth?
0: You just said it, five more dollars.
1: Where for people, if you had a Super Bowl, I said, legally, we are allowed to say it. I don't even want to do the show with you anymore. Anywho. The starting lineup. I think that's a lot of the appeal of the Super Bowl is that casual... Said it again. Anyways, I don't know if you would do that in the Super Bowl, but I just said it again.
0: <laughs> is that the fourth or fifth time today? Fourth
1: time this segment.
0: On ninety-eight-nine. The Game.
2: Into to the starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Uh, Let's hit up on uh, some more basketball here. Let's hit up on uh, some girls basketball that was happening there last night. Regional champions crowned last night all over the place. So we'll hit up on uh, those. Let's take a look at the one game that I was at there in uh, Dietrich, and that was Altamont and uh, Decatur-St. Teresa as it was Altamont coming away victorious as Dietrich Regional Champs as they won over the Bulldogs there 52-44 as Altamont had a good start to the game. They left first basket, but then they led 8-2 to in the opening minutes there, and they jumped out to the 15-9 to lead there. St. Teresa had a little bit of foul trouble in the early going. Their star player got a hit with a couple of quick fouls, so uh, it was almost like jump, tip, and uh, Altamont with the lead and uh, foul trouble for Lucy Corley uh, there for uh, Decatur. She had a uh, 29 in the win against Dietrich the other night, so that kind of hampered the uh, Bulldogs there. And uh, then uh, Altamont built up a uh, eventually a lead of 22 to 11 at one point, but then uh, Saint Teresa battled back and uh, they ended up going on a run to uh, close out the. Uh, first half and uh, they got it to within four points uh, there and so uh, 7-0 run there to close things out for the uh, Bulldogs and uh, the 22 points that's where Altamont would be stuck on for uh, quite a while and uh, they didn't end up scoring and they're kind of I'd say in the middle portion or towards the very beginning of the uh, third quarter there in St. Teresa eventually Took the lead there, and Coralie got to go in in that third quarter. She had 10 to kind of put St. Teresa in front, and um, it kind of went back and forth for a little bit there. And St. T actually built up. I want to say it was like a six or eight point lead at one point, but then in the uh, fourth quarter, Grace Nelson uh, took over, and uh, we talked about that in the post game with uh, Coach Carr uh, there about you know how she uh, will. Uh, rely on her teammates and is, um, you know, stuff like that, and right. use her, t- utilize her teammates. Right. But uh, I also said she knows when to take over, yep. as well, and that's exactly what what happened there uh, last night. And uh, Nelson took over in the fourth quarter, scored all 18 points that Altima had in the fourth quarter.
1: Grace Nelson Travis is what the Illini wishes they had. And that <laughs> is a closer. She knows how I'll to. Play shannon Shane Jr. No, 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 no. She knows how to close out games. Yeah. And she did it last night. I'll be honest. I was listening to this game. I was in the car with my family, switched it over, and I hear you're coming back from commercial. Four minutes left. Altamont down by four in the game.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: went, they're in trouble. Yeah. Down they're... by four. Four minutes left. That's not a whole lot of time. Mm. And because I was in the car with family, I had to switch it off because I didn't want to listen to to sports because they're not sports people like you and me are but when i saw this morning they won i went that is the mark of a good team yeah the will to battle back Mm -hmm. and again credit to grace credit to her teammates as well but grace knows when to take over a game she almost beat saint Teresa on her own (laughs) she put up 40 yeah saint Teresa had 44 Mm -hmm. now This is where I feel we're going to see what Altamont is made of next week. Right. Because I don't think Grace can carry them against Tuscola like this. She's going to need more to help.
2: Yeah, I I think so, and you know they had some help the last time uh, against the yep. uh, the Warriors, yep. and uh, they're gonna have to play the game just like they did the uh, the other the other matchup in the NTC CIC shootout. Yep. Uh, the one thing there was it was in Altamont. Obviously, you can try to recreate that on the road in Muwekwo, which Mm -hmm. I know for sure that uh, the Altamont Faithful, travel and the Tribal Council uh, will be in full force there in Muwekwo. But, you know, it's just not the same on on your home floor uh, there and they only won by a point Uh, there. uh, What was so big on that as well in that matchup was that really the difference of the game. Obviously, Gray scoring all 18 points, 40 points in the game. But defensively, uh, that's kind of where she uh, flipped the game there. Uh, she switched on Lucy Corley as uh, they threw, like, four other girls at Corley and were able, unable to stop her at that point. But then in the fourth quarter, uh, Grace switched on her and got some steals and layups and ones mm-hmm. and whatnot, and that's kind of where really the game flipped.
1: Grace Nelson is known for her scoring and her offensive ability, but she is a great defender as well. Mm-hmm. She does a really good job of forcing turnovers and getting the transition game started. That's, a. I feel, an underrated part of her game that she's had since her freshman year. Yeah. Again, Travis, I'm really looking forward to that rematch coming up. Yeah. Because you know Tuscola, with their two losses on the year, Mm. one of them is to Altamont. Yep. They're coming in looking for revenge. Definitely. And that's going to be an interesting matchup, and I can't wait for it Mm -hmm.
2: Definitely would agree, and it's always uh, fun no matter if it's uh, boys or girls basketball with Altamont and Tuscola in the postseason.
1: Altamont and Tuscola playing in a sectional, Travis? Hmm. Yeah. Huh feels Like we've had this, script yeah, we before. have. I think we've seen this movie again.
2: Yeah, we certainly have. So, uh, Altamont D uh, Detrick, regional champs, there, the 11th regional title in uh, their school history, and the first time there since 2020. Uh, there, so, uh, congratulations there to nice. Coach Carr and uh, the Lady Indians for advancing on. And uh, we mentioned there that uh, Tuscola, uh, they ended up defeating a uh, Tri County 49th regional championship of for of them. That's back to back uh regional titles for uh the uh, warriors that might even be the the third straight uh there for uh Tuscola and uh, they got it done by winning against Tri County uh there last night so uh they're 27 and 2 on the season mm-hmm. and Tri County ends the season 21 and 10 uh for them after uh they were looking for their third straight uh title as well but instead of running into Tuscola uh, in the sectional semis or something like that, I ended up being in the same regional there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuscola pulled out the W. Uh, also in that uh, same subsectional in uh, Moikwa, uh, St. Anthony will be there as well. As uh, Congratulations to uh, Coach Rios and the Bulldogs as well, as uh, they defeated Winchester two straws here, 40 or 50-43. As uh, St. Anthony had the seven-point lead after the uh, first quarter. And Windsor kind of came back strong in the uh, fourth quarter. They outscored the Bulldogs 16-11. to But, unfortunately, the uh, comeback attempt uh, came up a little bit short. But I will say the Hatchets pulled off a lot closer game than their previous two matchups against uh, St. Anthony. And uh, the Hatchets had a great season uh, there as, as well. We mentioned we kept mentioning about the 20 season mm-hmm. uh, that they had and a uh, very competitive game within seven points of St. Anthony this time around. So uh, that shows the improvement yeah. uh, there for the Hatchets. And uh, Ruhal led the way for St. A. She had 20, Hyde had a 15 in the game as well, and uh, Nuxall also had 12, and she also had a double-digit rebound, so a double-double mm. uh, there for Nuxall. And the uh, St. Anthony Bulldogs uh, getting the uh, W uh, there. So St. Anthony will march on. To the uh, sectionals and they'll wait uh, their opponent as their championship is going to be uh, tonight yep. uh, there so uh, but they'll be in uh, Muwequa there and they'll play the game before uh, Altma and uh, Tuscola as uh, Santhi will take on the winner of the Chrisman Regional and it's either between uh, South Fork and Arcola and that game will tip off tonight uh, there so uh, NTC teams will be involved no matter what there in Moequa. Also, uh, the uh, Centralia Chrysler Rock Lutheran Regional Championship. It was Okaville defeating uh, South Central there, sixty-six or sixty-eight to a uh, thirty, was the uh, final score. And a uh, stop. If you've heard this before, but Topless wins a regional championship, and uh, they got it done once again there last night. Uh, they won against Mount Carmel there, forty-three to forty, was the uh, final score. I had them down for. So uh, they are Lawrenceville regional champions uh, there. And um, T-Town had to come back to do it as they trailed 12-4 to there after one quarter of play. But then uh, they outscored the Aces 23-14 to there in that second quarter to come back and win. And they held on to the lead there in the fourth quarter uh, there. Uh, Chloe Probst led the way for the uh, Shoes uh she had uh, 10 points and uh so did Ruhaal as well so uh they both led the team in scoring there but uh, it's topless another regional title another sectional berth. Mm-hmm. as i said yesterday they improved to 20 and 11 and i uh, had them down for the 41st regional championship in uh, school history uh there they march on to the Newton uh sectional uh there for the uh, shoes after taking down the uh, aces uh there last night Uh, let's see uh, um, newton sectional scrolling down here on the ihsa as they will take on the uh, winner there of the uh, Sullivan Regional Championship, and that was Moroa Forsyth. They won over Sullivan 52 to 41. So now Moroa 24 and six on the season And their first regional title since or 2010. Uh, there for them, so it'll be uh, Moroa against Topless on Tuesday. There at uh, six o'clock. And then uh, also, we had Monticello Regional Championship went to uh, Paris as they won over Tolona Unity 41 to 21. And Paris will also be meeting a very familiar foe as well, just like last year in the uh, semis in the sectional. It's going to be the Robinson Maroons as uh, Robinson uh, won the Fairfield Regional Championship over Carmine Y County 39 to 31. There. So. Uh, back to back regional champions for Robinson are 25 and 5 on the season, Paris 21 and 11. Uh, there, and they also are back to back regional champions, obviously. And that game will follow the uh, T Town game at 7.30 on a Tuesday. And another tussle in the regional semis for those two teams. Uh, Pink Neville regional champion went to a Breeze Central, they won over Carlisle 51 30. Staunton Regional Championship went the way of Rock or Staunton over Roxana, 62-39. to And in the uh, 3A Salem Regional Championship, it was Effingham pulling off the win, and they improved to a 28-4, and their first regional championship since 2019. And they did that in a double overtime against Centralia uh, there. So, uh, got your money's worth uh, there for Definitely. that one. Uh, Centralia and... Uh, the hearts, they uh, went back and forth all game long, and uh, they ended up uh, tied up in I believe it was 44 at the end of regulation, and then uh, each scored six points in the first overtime session, and then uh, FEM outscored them 11 to nine there in the second overtime, and uh, Donaldson led the way for the hearts. She had 23. Uh, Martin had 15. Austin was right there with eight points there. Uh, for the uh, hearts so uh, congrats to uh, coach Schaefer and the uh, hearts to uh, moving on there and not too often you can come back home you're going to do exactly that as FEM will host the uh, sectional Mm -hmm. this year for uh, the girls side of things so uh, they're coming back home and they'll have to wait to find out their opponent uh, later on tonight as they'll face off against the winner of the Waterloo Regional as it'll either be Mount Vernon or East St. Louis and I believe that uh, Malvern Vernon and Effieham have met previously mm. uh, this season, but I'd have to double-check that before Tuesday. And that Hearts game will be at 7.30 there in Effieham. Uh there in the sectional semis. Uh, let's see. We also had another Apollo Conference team go back-to-back here as Mount Zion won over Champagne at Central, 67 and 2048. So Mount Zion advances to... Uh, sectionals uh, there. And they will take on the winner of tonight's matchup in the Springfield Southeast Regional Championship, either fellow Apollo Conference team Taylorville or Chatham Glenwood there in the Decatur MacArthur uh, sectionals on Tuesday. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, well, actually, I didn't mention it yet, but uh, Muhammad Seymour, they won over Decatur MacArthur 53 to 40. So, despite everything that Muhammad has gone through there as a program for the girls' basketball side, they won another regional championship back to back now. And uh, they advance on to the sectional semis to take on oh, just the number one overall seed there, Quincy Notre Dame. They're victorious in the Jerseyville Regional Championship over the host Jerseyville, 49 to 30, uh, there. And also we had Lincoln get the win last night in the Geneseo Regional Championship. They won over uh, Dunlap, 64 to 36. Chloe Frobe goes off for 33 points in this one, and Lincoln continues to be undefeated. Uh, there as an impressive season. Continues there for Lincoln. What are they now? 33-0 30, they are. So uh, they advance to the uh, sectional semis, the East Peoria sectional. And they'll take on Kankakee, who defeated Morris 47-34 in the uh, Morris Regional Championship. Uh, there in the semis on a Tuesday. And that'll do it for uh, girls' basketball last night. We did have a couple of guys' games get in here as it was Dietrich getting the win over Grayville, 66 to 44. Westendorf led the way for Dietrich. He had 22. Gephardt had 15. And Keck had 10 points there for the Maroons. Here's Mount Zion victorious over Effieham, 76 to a uh, 53. And that put a, a bow on the Mount Zion regular season uh, there. 30 wins in the regular season wow. for the Mount Zion Braves. 30-1 and one this season, so uh, impressive there for Mount Zion. Uh, Mattoon got the win over Charleston and over Argenta, 72-56. Heritage winning over Unity Christian, 65-55. over latham over Sullivan, 49-38. It was Olney victorious over Teutopolis last night as well. they in Olney as it was... Uh, Richland County getting off to an early 10-point lead there. They led 16-6 to six after one quarter. And then T-Town did battle back there in the second and third quarters, but Olney uh, uh, got him there. Uh, Winkler was just too much for the shoes. He had a 28 in the game for the Tigers. Uh, there it looks like a Joey Nieberg had a 12 to lead the way for a T-Town. Gaddis had 9 there for Otopoulos. We also had in the uh, uh, South Central Conference, we had Litchfield drop there, second game in a row. So now this South Central Conference is very interesting mm-hmm. uh, there at the top because the Birds got them 53-48. And North Mac won against Staunton there, 50-41. Junior High Boys basketball from last night, we had both of our area-ish teams fall in the uh, championship in one a uh, Holy Cross beat Pain of Sacred Heart 41-33. In 2A, it was Mount Starling Brown County over Central A&M, 51-233 uh, there. Game action uh, tonight for local sports in uh, boys basketball tonight. ATC uh, teams finishing up here in North Clay at South Central, St. Elmo at Cowden, Herrick Beecher City, Hoka Valley hosting Nioga and a senior night for Altamont as they honor six basketball seniors and also the cheerleaders, dance members, band members will also be honored tonight as well there for a senior night in Altamont, and it's against the hatchets of Windsor's two straws uh, there. So uh, with all those festivities, maybe a little bit of a later start time Mm -hmm. uh, there, I would trend towards 7 past 7.30 uh, there with uh, the ceremonies and whatnot. But Jack FM is where you can catch that game uh, there in Altamont tonight. Uh, also, a couple of teams in the Lincoln Prairie. Arthur is at Avila Grove, and Cumberland is also celebrating senior night as well, as they are going to be hosting Martinsville here in this one, and that's where Eric will be at tonight. In a Toledo slash Greenup, yep. WCRA will be the station to find that.
1: As we keep saying, you know, Coach said final three games all winnable. Won two of them, got one more tonight against uh, Martinsville Blue Streaks, one which more. have always played Cumberland tough.
2: One more to check off the list. Yep. Uh, Also, you have uh, Newton hosting Flora. Lawrenceville is at Paris. And Hillsborough is at uh, Greenville tonight as well. Girls basketball, you got the Christman Regional Championship, like I mentioned, there with Arcola and South Fork. 7 o'clock tip-off. St. Anthony will be watching that one closely. Also in 1A, the Mount Olive Regional Championship, Father McGivney against Brownstown at St. Elmo at 6 o'clock. Uh, North Mac Regional Championship, uh, Gillespie against Hillsborough at 7, Charleston Regional Championship, Highland against Mattoon at 7, and a Taylorville against Chatham Glenwood in the Springfield Southeast Regional Championship. And we'll have all those scores up on the website, femradio.com, as well as if you want to go over there and uh, check out the uh, uh, Regional uh, Championship schedule uh, there as well. You can uh, certainly do so uh, there. We have that schedule posted of the postseason as well all right we uh, march on here and we uh, march on here to uh, the uh, nba as we uh, close out the first half of the uh, season so we'll take a look at the nba there, closing out uh, the first half as well as where the teams stand in the standings heading into the all-star break coming up next here on the starting lineup
0: the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios will be right back
1: Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats here to tell you about this week's specials at our store. We have baby back ribs for
0: $3.49 per pound and New York strip dollars and forty nine cents per pound.
1: Go to McMahonMeats.com or to our Facebook page for more of this week's specials. And remember, you get one pound of bacon free with a minimum $50 online order.
0: McMahon Meats, where Quality and Convenience Meet Tradition.
2: I'm Alice Hatcher and I'm Jonna Schultz with Effingham Animal Rescue Sanctuary. Hey animal lovers, do you know you can make a real difference in the lives of our furry friends? Volunteer with your local animal organization. They need your passion and your time to care for and protect animals in need. Whether it's walking dogs, helping at an adoption event, or assisting with daily care, every effort counts. Join us in creating a better world for animals. Volunteer today and be the hero that they need. 3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
0: Networks make it possible to share data from lots of places, like a bird sanctuary. Good eye. There is a typo. Thanks. But to make them powerful enough to deliver new opportunities at the edge, you need CDW and Aruba. CDW experts can help design and implement an Aruba Edge services platform which unifies, secures, and automates network environments everywhere so you can translate data into innovation. Sorry, do you mind? This is confidential. Aruba makes visibility at the edge possible. CDW makes it powerful. Learn more at cdw.com slash Aruba. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero-dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations apply. And
2: now, the starting lineup. Welcome back in to the uh, podcast of the uh, starting lineup here on uh, 98.9. Nope, nope, redo that. On 98.9, the game. Nope, nope, redo that.
1: Sportsman update, the Blues scored four goals in the second period of their 6-3 win over the Edmonton Oilers. The Enterprise Center, Blues now fourth place in the Central, 60 points, 29-22-2 record. They host Nashville tomorrow. College basketball action from yesterday, Eastern Illinois beat Southeast Missouri State 71-52. SAU Edwardsville crushed Linden with 91-63. And Western Illinois took down uh, Missouri State and got the win 62-55. Tomorrow, Missouri State will host Valpo. Eastern Illinois will welcome Lindenwood. SAU Edwardsville is a home contest against Southeast Missouri State. Western Illinois will visit Tennessee State. Blackhawks now are on an eight-game losing streak, following a 4-1 loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins at the United Center. Chicago last in the Central Division, 14-37-3 record. They host Ottawa tomorrow. The Bears are parting away with a pair of pro ballers. The team cut safety Eddie Jackson and offensive lineman Coney Whitehair yesterday. The players each spent their whole career in Chicago before being cut. Moves will save Chicago over $20 million in cap space as the Bears head into the offseason. Whitehair started in 11 of his 17 appearances last season, while Jackson had one interception in 12 games. The NHL heads back to the return for the Stadium Series. The Metropolis division will be taking center stage for this weekend's game at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. The Devils are kicking off the event when they take on the Flyers Saturday night. A couple of New York teams will be facing off against each other for the first time this season when the Islanders take on the Rangers Sunday.
2: Welcome back into the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there at the uh, Sports Center Hits. And uh, we also had uh, something from Adam Schefter there, not about the Stephen A. Smith injury news, but uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is being suspended uh, by the NFL.
1: Oh, what for?
2: Uh, violating the NFL's performance enhancing substances policy. Hmm. Only two game suspension, though. The policy violation is related to him using a prescribed medication without having a valid therapeutic use exemption. Well, that's not good. (laughs) Two game suspension for Jimmy G. Not good. (laughs) Uh, But uh, who knows? Maybe he won't even. uh,
1: Yeah, you'd have to have a team. You have to start in order for that to happen.
2: He was injured. Uh, NBA: uh, first half closed out uh, last night, and uh, the uh, Bucks fell there to uh, Memphis there 113 to a 110. Uh, but the uh, makeup game there was uh, with the Warriors and uh, Jazz that was uh, postponed from the uh, Warriors' death of their staff member uh, that they had, and uh, they made up the game in a big way with Klay Thompson 35 points here for Clay, and uh, he came off the bench to do so. Mm-hmm. So that was the talk of the town today on first take of Clay Thompson and his performance and maybe this is a role that he can fill in uh here for the Warriors.
1: Yep. Uh thirty four points off the bench, the most off the bench since Ian Clark in twenty seventeen versus Spurs. Hmm.
2: So hadn't done that since his rookie year. Yep. But maybe this is the that's Way the to place go. to be, yep. yeah. Uh, Timberwolves have closed out with a W over the uh, Trailblazers, one twenty to ninety one. Anthony Edwards with a thirty four, so uh, that closed the book on the first half there last night. And uh, currently, right now, the uh, Celtics are number one in the East, and uh, they're six games up on the Cavs, who are the uh, two spot right now. Bucks are the three, Knicks the four. 76ers, five, Pacers six. And the play-in right now, the 7 is the Heat, 8 Magic, 9 Bulls, 10 Hawks. There is your playoff standings going into the all-star break for the East. For the West, it's the Timberwolves, uh, 1.5 up on the uh, Thunder for the number one overall seed. Uh, The Clippers are the 3. Nuggets would be the 4. Suns, 5. Zion and the Pelicans, 6 there. Uh, playing right now, the seven would be the Mavericks, Kings, Lakers, Warriors, and the Warriors now uh game and a half up on the uh, Jazz for that final playing spot uh, right there heading into the All-Star break.
1: Speaking of All-Star break, Travis, I know we're up against the clock, so I won't rant too long, but I do want to rant on something. They have it backwards over in Indy. Did you see this? The... All-Star game is going to be where the Pacers play, but the Saturday night All-Star stuff is going to be at Lucas Oil. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> the
1: actual game itself is going to have a smaller audience than what they're thinking is going to have the three-point contest. That is Backwards
2: yeah I, did. I hate it <laughs> i eight did see that with an
1: h eight
2: <laughs> i did see that and uh, we will uh get to that all-star weekend uh, festivities but you're right we are up against the clock so uh we're gonna have to take our last break here and we'll uh, close it out there talking about that nba saturday night there in indianapolis so uh we'll close out with that coming up next
0: the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back
1: imagine the possibilities with the top estate bank this is Justin if you're buying a home see us to get pre-qualified when you're pre-qualified the seller knows you mean business and that can save you thousands if you're building a new home we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you ask around talk to your friends You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC.
0: Progressive asks, what do a diehard fan watching the game at home? Wait, a poorly placed good luck candle. Don't let me down candle. Kick up. A last second improbable win. It's good! Yes! And flammable sports themed curtains it's have in it's common. jeez, They can scorch your big win high and your beloved sports memorabilia. Not my unwashed 1997 game-worn jersey. This is what we are made of. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive for great savings and round-the-clock protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states or situations. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 120,000 miles of night drives, daily commutes, and who knows how many. Are we there yet? Through countless fixes, elbow grease, and a new radiator, you kept your ride alive. With eBay Motors, you have over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: And now... Welcome in to the podcast exclusive of the starting lineup... Travis Sparks here. As I let Todd Staple to go, I certainly appreciate, <clears throat> excuse me. The starting lineup. Oh my gosh. Stop the recording.
0: On 98.9 The Game.
2: back here to start starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9 for just a, a smidge a bit a longer. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, All-Star weekend festivities there, culminating with the uh, game on uh, Sunday. it all start tonight with the uh, celebrity game uh, there tonight, coached by an injured Stephen A. Smith, yep. and Shannon Sharp yep. will be the other uh, coach there. Um, we also have the uh, Rising uh, Stars tonight as
1: well over in the Fieldhouse. Which you can hear on 99 the game starting at 8 Very o'clock nice. tonight. And I'm already saying Team Powell's going to get the win. They got Posinski and Wembyama. That
2: Oh, uh, well, yeah. That's definitely that's a dub. That's the team to beat. So. Definitely a dub there. Will we have the Celebrity Game too? No. No. Just, just the, the Rising Stars. Gotcha. Um, and then, uh, like you mentioned there, I had Lucas Oil. Uh, stadium there, the Skills Challenge, three-point mm-hmm. shootout, and the uh, Curry versus Inescu uh, shootout will happen there as well with the slam dunk. On um, the Skills Challenge, you got Team Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton, Benedict Matherin, and Miles Turner will represent Indy. Mm-hmm. Team Top Picks, Paulo Bancharo, Anthony Edwards, Wimby Yama is the three-man team there. Team All-Stars, Scotty Barnes, Tyrese Maxey, Trey Young the skills competition
1: i'm saying team pacers travis because the first two years under this format the hometown team has won this event yeah
2: hometown advantage yep yep i'd go with the top picks nope i'm going i'm
1: going pacers i'm going
2: uh the uh the starry three yes. point contest starry. Got to remember that. Mm-hmm. The participants are Malik Beasley for the Bucks, Jalen Brunson from the Knicks, Tyrese Halliburton pulling double duty for the Pacers, the Dame Lillard, uh, who's the defending, defending champ, champ, yeah. Right. Uh, in for the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, the Big Cat, Karl-Anthony Towns, and a Trey Young pulling double duty as well. My
1: money is on Carl anthony Towns. Travis, he's never lost an all-star event that he's competed in. He won the 2022 three-point contest in the 2016 Skills Challenge.
2: Hmm. Okay, so we'll see. And then uh, the uh, uh, final event is the uh, Slam Dunk Contest, and it's Jack has junior from the Heat, Mac McClung. Defending champ. For the uh, uh, Magic's G League team.
1: Never appeared in an NBA game.
2: Jacob Toppin.
1: Who is on a two-way contract with the Knicks. He's been in five games this season.
2: Jacob Toppin.
1: Younger That's... brother of Obi. hmm
2: Really? Yep. Hmm. Yep. I thought maybe Obi changed his name or something. No,
1: nope. younger younger brother Obi. So Obi won it in twenty twenty two. They can become brothers to to win the slam dunk contest.
2: And Jalen Brown for the Celtics. Who
1: is the first player to compete in a dunk contest in an all-star season since Ola Depot did it in twenty eighteen? The last player to win a dunk contest in an all-star season was John Wall in twenty fourteen. That's the problem with the slam dunk contest, Travis.
2: There's a lot of problems with the dunk
1: contest. Yeah, we need to get rid of it. Make it a half-court shootout instead. (laughs) Half-court knockout like he used to do in gym class.
2: There you go. There you go. Steph Curry would be undefeated at that.
1: Hey, let's do it.
2: Hmm. Where's Steph Curry in this uh, three-point? He's
1: got to get ready for his showdown with Sabrina Nescu.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. That'll be on Saturday as well. How can I forget? Yes. So uh, that'll be a uh, sandwiched in there as well. And uh, the actual game there is on uh, Sunday mm-hmm. and it's back to the normal format of the uh, East and West. Yep. All stars. Yep. Are there for the all-star game. I'm assuming we're still doing the uh, 24 point uh, rule I have no for, for Kobe. I have no idea.
1: All I know, Travis is that we will have the game Sunday.
2: So we will have the All-Star we Game. We have the
1: All-Star Game. We will not have the Saturday events.
2: Due to the uh, line-eye. Yes. So, uh, line-eye, 4.30, 3.30 pre-game coverage yep. here. And uh, so we'll turn things over. Six o'clock All-Star Game. Six o'clock for the All-Star Game coverage, so... Uh, tune in for that, and we'll be back to recap it on Monday. And uh, so until then, we turn things over to the Sports Spectacular powered by the com. And uh, so enjoy them as well as the rest of your ESPN Radio afternoon. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the
0: starting lineup on ninety-eight nine, The Game.
2: Into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. We still got stuff to uh, mm-hmm. clean up here on the uh, pod. Of course, we got to get to uh, some the state in sports history as well, and of course everything at Daytona 500 related as well, and have some entertainment on that Daytona 500 and pick 'em yes. as well.
1: And something that's gonna gonna totally set Travis off because we haven't heard a word about it.
2: Uh oh. Not a
1: word. And it started yesterday.
2: Started yesterday, huh?
1: Mm-hmm. And nothing. So, Travis, I'm sure we'll have something to say about it. We'll talk about that here in a second.
2: <laughs> okay. So, is there anything on uh, Sports Center you wanted to clean up?
1: Yeah. Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manford is stepping down from his position when his term at the office expires in 2029. 65 year old replaced Bud Sealy as the league's commissioner January 2015 and has since been given a pair of five year terms. Owners voted last summer to give Manfred a third term. Manfred has worked with the MLB since 1987, first as outside counsel and then as chief negotiator for labor matters.
2: Mm. Well, you know, he's
1: earned it to uh, go all the way until then. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get the A's a stadium. <laughs> Uh, a member of the LSU football team is facing serious criminal charges. Tigers freshman running back Trey Holly turned himself into the Union Parish Sheriff's Office yesterday and faces a charge of attempted second-degree murder. That is one of three felony charges that Holly faces following a shooting last week in Farmersville. He's been suspended indefinitely from all LSU football team activities. Holly was ESPN's tenth-ranked running back in the class of three. Hmm. Cantley is sitting atop the leaderboard after the first round of the Genesis Invitational. Cantley shot at 7 under 64 to open the tournament. Riviera Country Club, Cam Davis, Jason Day, and Luke List are in a three-way tie for second place after round 1-6 under par. Tiger Woods tied for 49th at 1 over par and is dealing with back issues.
2: Yeah, currently as we're recording this, uh, the cut is uh, plus one. So he's on the cut. So he's on the cut line. On the cut. Well, at least he's there with uh, friends, yeah. Jason Thomas. I saw that. Currently.
1: Right there. Um, and the duels in Daytona were last night. Travis, Tyler Reddick won the first duel. Chase Elliott was second. Alex Bowman, third. Carson, host of our fourth. Eric Jones, fifth. Second, that was race number one. Jimmy Johnson made a last lap pass in order to get into the race. Jimmy Johnson will be racing in the Daytona 500. Ah. Uh, the second qualifying race had a big accident that happened up towards the front of the field. And it was Christopher Bell ended up claiming victory. Austin Cedric second. Denny Hamlin third. John Harnieman check fourth. And Harrison Burton round out the top five. So mm. that is where we're at for the Daytona 500. That's where we're at. And that is SportsCenter. Now, before we get to Daytona mm-hmm. and, and NASCAR stuff, Travis. Yeah. Yesterday was the start of the softball season in college college softball.
2: Really? Didn't hear
1: a word about it.
2: No. I Haven't heard a single thing.
1: Oklahoma's on a 53-straight game winning streak. Mm-hmm. You'd think you'd hear something about it.
2: You'd think you would.
1: But no. No. Silence. Silence. Absolutely silence. Now.
2: What is this? The only thing that matters up until the College World Series no, starts? No,
1: I know, right? Probably Jeez. not even on TV. <laughs> it's Jeez. probably on in the afternoon, um, guaranteed. Now, Oklahoma Jeez. did lose the 2023 Women's College World Series Most Outstanding Player, Jordy Ball, who transferred to Renee native Nebraska. So, going back to Nebraska from Oklahoma. But Oklahoma hmm. still has a stacked roster. So, oh, I'm sure. Led by senior... Thierre Jennings is a three-time NFCA first-team All-American. It's already Oklahoma softball royalty. Her 427 career batting average, Travis. Wow. Yeah, 427 <laughs> is second to Jacelyn Allo in that's Sooner's nice. history.
2: That's, that's a nice batting that's average. a
1: great batting average.
2: <laughs> For a career. Yes,
1: yes. She also has 73 home runs. She's ranked third in extra base hits, home runs, and RBIs in Sooner history. So they're kind of the ones to watch. Second would be the uh, Tennessee Lady Volunteers. They returned 17 players from last season's team that swept the SEC's regular season and tournament championships for the first time in program history, including seven of nine starters from a lineup that led the conference and was third in Division One in scoring an on-base percentage. Hmm. So be on the lookout for them. Stanford kind of third. Um, their hot freshman, uh, Najeeer Candy. Explode onto the scene, leading Division One in several pitching categories, including ERA, strikeout-to-walk ratio, and strikeouts per seven innings. She'll return for her sophomore season. Huh. Could be the best pitcher in the country. Uh, fourth, Florida State. Fifth, Texas. Uh, kind of the, the rundown as far as uh, that goes. I'm looking to see if we have anything on uh, a couple key transfers, including one who transferred out of Stanford, uh, Tyron Kern, and went to Indiana. Uh, along with uh, Jordan Ball, as we said, going to Nebraska. So, those are kind of the transfers to look out for. Um, but, yeah, I know Illinois softball had a little bit of, of prominence for for a little bit. Um, only one Big Ten player made the USA Softball Collegiate Player of the Year watch list. So, mm. that's not great, but. No. So, they I want to bring that up because if I didn't, Travis would – it would be upset that we didn't talk softball. Yeah, so
2: exactly. I wanted,
1: I wanted to bring up the softball. <laughs> Where's the talk of this on first take? By the way, college baseball starts today. Mm. College baseball, uh, as 300 teams start down the road to Omaha, Travis. Yeah. SEC is obviously the, you know, right. That's mm-hmm. the conference. Mm-hmm. Always, For always. Sure. They have eight teams, Travis, in the rankings mm. in the top 25.
2: Yeah, I mean, I know we always kind of make fun of them, but uh, it is the place to be in football, and it's the place to be in baseball as well. Yep. They have some of the best atmospheres. Yep, for sure. Yep.
1: So, um, is it bad not to get off track? But I'm gonna get off track here. I miss having there's only like two of them. I miss a college baseball game.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just
1: the only thing I really miss about it is the sound of the bat hitting the ball on those games. It was so Mm -hmm. The metal bat. Yep. Yep. And it was was just. Yep, that was awesome. uh, I miss it. I want that back. So after college football game and after a college basketball game, Mm -hmm. can we then get a college baseball game back, please?
2: Yeah. So uh, EA Sports College uh, NCAA Baseball coming in uh, 2028.
1: I hope not. I hope it's through uh, 2K, Travis, and that way we can transfer people to the show. Mm. That's That's why you need that. Nah. No, Travis, don't. No, don't. Nah, me. Nah. nah. Nope, nope. Mm-mm. <laughs>
2: we don't want the same people producing a college game that produces MLB the show.
1: If it means I can take players from my college game and graduate them and import them into the draft of my... MLB the Show Dynasty, yes, it does.
2: Well, maybe we can have some uh, collaboration with the studios to no, do that. No, that's never gonna. Happen. I don't want San Diego Studios doing a college baseball game. They can't even get MLB the Show right. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure when the show comes out again. But you started this, by the way. Uh, I know uh, you brought it up, but I saw an evolution of baseball games, and it went through. I forgot what exactly it started with, uh-huh. but. Uh, you know then it transitioned to a 98 nine yep. sports yep. and just MLB and then it went to MLB the show mm-hmm. and the same it looks like the same mm-hmm. game since MLB the show 10. Mm-hmm. And it's like my goodness have we really gone that far where the same the game looks the same that it did 10 20 15 years ago
1: it's the same with Madden <laughs> yeah it it's the is same with Madden that's why I know there are people who are excited about this college football game I'm not <laughs> it's Madden with the skin. It's not. Uh, I'm not excited about it. So uh, the only sports game, Travis, that I feel evolves, th- there's two, and that's wrestling. Right. And I would say the the NBA games aren't bad.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah the those have all kind of improved drastically improved their graphics and. Mm-hmm. Uh, gameplay and whatnot.
1: But the NBA one's starting to get the same way. You know what all of those have in common? What's that? Virtual currency transactions. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And MUT teams and everything like that. Right. And when you start having that be your focus, the gameplay does not matter. Mm-hmm. Because people are just going to buy the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: that was kind of weird yesterday. I finally watched that uh, trailer for the football game of yeah, how yeah. they kind of a couple of glimpses of a stadium and then kind of like mascots and yeah. then Notre Dame walking out uh, there, but it was kind of like still under development mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I didn't really like that no. uh, too much.
1: And again, you saw no gameplay footage. Yeah, no. You saw nothing on the field. No. You saw no players.
2: hmm Right. You
1: saw the ones walking and touching the Notre Dame sign, but as I saw someone said, that was in NCAA football 14 too. It was. So we still have nothing new. Yeah. I'm, again, I'm not excited for <laughs> it until I see gameplay. I mean,
2: hopefully that's improved, and hopefully uh, that would actually be one thing that I would like to take over. Uh, I wouldn't mind a 2K developing in a college basketball game because I thought those were uh, good mm-hmm. back in the day. And if we can get online NCAA tournament, let's go March Madness.
1: I mean, in in theory, yes, That's but dope. they're not gonna do that.
2: Illinois national champs. There we uh, go. Oh yeah, right. <laughs>
1: you still have to have the actual roster, Travis. <laughs>
2: I will. I'll take him to the national championship. Oh, yeah. Coleman Hawkins, problem Naismith is, Player of the Year.
1: The problem is you have to still have Coach Underwood coaching, and we know he can't yeah. get it out of the No,
2: game. I'm bringing Bill's cell phone. Oh, okay. I'm bringing him back.
1: <laughs> run it back. Bruce Weber. Download the 05 roster. Yeah.
2: We'll run through this. Zach Eadie who?
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Get out of here.
1: Oh. So, there's there's that for you. Just wanted to, to bring that up. And yes, Travis, video games used to be better. It all used to be better. Yeah. Because people actually took pride in what they were doing. And there was competition. And that's the other thing. You know, when you talk Madden, exactly. there's no competition. Who are they competing with? Themselves. They have the exclusive license of the NFL. Right. Uh, baseball. I know there's other baseball games, but they don't have, like, RBI baseball, for example. They don't quite have the clout that the show does. NBA, I mean, NBA Live from EA went away. I mean, that's yeah. how bad of a game it was. So, basically, 2K now is the only NBA game in town. Uh-huh. Everything yeah. is better when there's competition. Uh-huh. When there's team, you know, things competing for your dollar, it's good for everybody. And right now in sports games, you don't have that. The closest no. we have in sports games of competing, Travis, is the golf games. But they yeah. both stunk. So... Right. The 2K game wasn't great, and the EA Sports one wasn't great either.
2: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't heard a lot about the EA Sports one. Yeah. At least the 2K one had Tiger in it. That's true. You can maybe win a couple of tournaments with him, potentially.
1: If you can figure out the controls, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess so. I've, I haven't i played that one.
1: I played it once. That was, that was about that it. That was about it? Yep. Hmm. Speaking, since we're we're talking video games, Travis, do you see the newest player or newest person who's going to be in the upcoming WWE game? I I did see that. post Malone?
2: Post-Malone. Yep. How about
1: that? Curating the soundtrack, and he's going to be a playable character.
2: A character we didn't ask for. I can't wait
1: to team him and Bad Bunny up. They're going to be my tag team champs.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. They're
1: going to be tag champs, ruling. Post, Post Malone. Managed by Machine Gun Kelly. It's all good. <laughs> Gosh. Fred Durst will be in the stable too. He was in. He was in
2: a, he, he was adult, he was in yep. a game. Was yep. he like a hidden character? He was. Or something? He had to unlock him. You yeah. Had to
1: put in hours to unlock him.
2: Hours upon <laughs> hours. Yeah. Because
1: everyone wanted to have Fred Durst rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, post Malone. Uh-huh.
2: Something, thank you. Thank you, 2K. <laughs> Something that we didn't ask for.
1: You got it. <laughs> uh, man. All right, this day in sports history. Yeah. All right, on this day in 1972, Travis, Wilt Chamberlain became the first player to reach 30,000 career points. Mm. On this day in 1997, Jeff Gordon at 25 became the youngest driver to win the Daytona 500 at the time. Mm. On this date in 2004, Travis, Alex Rodriguez traded by the Rangers, with cash to the Yankees for a player to be named later, and Alfonso Soriano, the New York Yankees sent Yaquan Arias to the Texas Rangers to complete the deal on April twenty-third. Mm. But A-Rod traded to the Yankees today.
2: Yeah. A-Rod to the Bronx. That
1: was twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I feel old.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> on this date in twenty twenty two, DeMar DeRozan got his seventh consecutive game with thirty-five points on fifty percent shooting, passing the record held by Walt Chamberlain at six. Done on two separate occasions, Demar's streak would end at eight games. Mm. Let's talk tomorrow. Yeah. February seventeenth, nineteen sixty-three, Michael Jordan was born. The goat was born, Travis. Tomorrow he'll be celebrating his sixty-first birthday. What better way to celebrate than with a Daytona five hundred victory? Yeah. His cars. Yeah. Uh, also February 17th 1994 San Antonio's David Robinson recorded the fourth quadruple double in NBA history 34 points 10 rebounds 10 assists 10 blocks there hasn't been a quadruple double in the NBA since until what this past week couple couple didn't Wemby get one
2: a quadruple double
1: quadruple double no, no? he missed out on one mhm i thought he got a quadruple double but maybe he just got no. a double triple
2: double blocks. Uh, yeah, with blocks. Blocks, rebounds, yeah. and points.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Also, February 17, 2013, Danica Patrick becomes the first woman to earn the pole position at the Daytona 500. She going to finish eighth in the race. Mm. February 18, 1996, Chicago's Michael Jordan put in 44 points. Teammate Scottie Pippen added 40 during the Bulls' 110-102 road win at Indiana as they became the ninth pair of NBA teammates at the time. Just the sixth in a non-overtime game to score 40 or more points in a single game. Mm. On February eighteenth, nineteen 1999, Roger Clemens is traded by the Toronto Blue Jays to the New York Yankees for Homer Bush, Grammy Lloyd, and David Wells. He Mm. won the Cy Young Award in each of his two seasons in Toronto. Mm. February eighteenth, two 2007, Kevin Harvick held off Mark Martin by two hundredths of a second to win the Daytona 500 in a famous finish that had Clint Boyer going across the track, flaming on his roof big wreck coming out of the last turn and it was yeah, a, a close one i remember that. that's where kevin harvick earned his nickname of the closer the closer Yep. okay and february 18 2001 dale earnhardt dies in a tragic last lap wreck in the daytona 500 as his cars michael waltrip and dale earnhardt jr go on to finish first and second mm-hmm. in a day called black sunday in the nascar community yep so from nascar tragedy travis to nascar pick em.
2: NASCAR, pick them.
1: We'll start with entertainment. All right. I have three things of entertainment because all three series are racing this weekend. So we got like to sprinkle a little bit on everything. I like it. So first, we'll start with the truck race scheduled for tonight. Mm-hmm. I got Sheldon Creed, or no, truck race Nick Sanchez, plus 1,400 to win. If you remember, he made headlines last year. He's the guy that Matt Crafton punched in the face in the, in the garage. Got bloodied. <laughs> That that was Nick Sanchez, so he's going to win at Daytona, something Matt Crafton has never done.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, The Xfinity race, I got Sheldon Creed plus 1,200. If you remember last year, the end of the year, he was in uh, quite a kerfuffle with his teammate Austin Hill in the Xfinity race at Martinsville where they took each other out and then the, the team owner was yelling at him after the race and everything like that. He's now moved on to a different team. He's with Joe Gibbs Racing, which is some of the best cars in the field. So I think he's going to come out and get his first career win in his first race. Hmm. By the way, if you're looking for entertainment, Sheldon Creed—um, not Sheldon Creed—Austin Hill is the favorite in that Xfinity race. Travis plus five fifty, the next best person plus eleven hundred. So obviously, Austin Hill is the favorite. I think he's won this race two straight years in a row. So. Wow. And for the Daytona 500, uh-huh. I got Corey LeJoy getting a top five.
2: Corey LaJoy plus 500.
1: I said that I think Corey LaJoy may win a race this season and make the playoffs with Spire. They got Spire uh, Motorsports got a lot of uh, backing behind them and a lot of uh, just just a lot of, of um, money that GameBridge put in to their. To their car. Plus, Travis, I think he has the best-looking car in Daytona this weekend. I'm trying to pull it up right now. There's only one thing I don't like about it, and that's QR codes. QR codes I don't like on cars. <laughs> but other than that, Travis, it is it is a Chili's Catcher
2: Nice. Chili's.
1: Chili's. Their first ever race in NASCAR. I like it. As a it. sponsor. So, <laughs> I like dig it. Dig that. Dig that.
2: That is cool. So.
1: Um, but yeah, I got Corla to Jordan top five. So there you go. Top five. That's my entertainment, Travis. All right. Now we go to them. Yep.
2: NASCAR them. And
1: I get to pick first because I won last week.
2: Mm, yeah. And this is do that. this
1: is always a toss up. You never know how these races are gonna go. Yep. And I've heard people say, oh, this race is going to be super tame, and, you know, everyone's going to mind their P's and Q's, and I've also heard a lot of people say that this could be one of the craziest Daytona 500s ever. What is going to determine which way it goes is when it's ran. Uh If they start it Sunday and try to fit it in before the rain, it will be crazy. Yeah, we saw that in the regular season finale a couple of years ago, where it rained on the track, and everyone got caught up in that massive accident because it was raining. Mm-hmm. That was just to make the playoffs. This is the biggest race of the season. Mm-hmm. Right, it's going to be nuts. If they wait till Monday, I think it could be a little calmer. So, I still think it'll be a little bit of a crazy weekend. Um, you got as we I mentioned yesterday. New Fords, they looked good in the the races yesterday. New Toyotas, they looked good in the race yesterday. The Chevy still looked good too. So it'll be interesting to see uh, which manufacturer kind of looks the best coming out of here and which ones work together as teams. You have to work together here at Daytona with, you know, a lot of times the manufacturers will work together, whether that be coming on pit road or just drafting together or whatever the case may be. Um, but if you want to be entertained, Travis, if you want to know the most entertaining race to watch this weekend, it's Saturday's Xfinity race. You find a way to watch that Xfinity race. That is going to be some entertaining stuff. The cars just in the draft handle so much better. And there's such a, a run-up. You get such a momentum push being behind the car. These The next-gen cars don't have quite as big of a ability to do that. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, Travis, I am going to go ahead... And because I have no clue how this thing's going to go, I'm going to pick a driver that I am pretty sure, certain I will not pick anywhere else at all this season, but I think could have a nice top 20, top 10, and get me get me there because he takes care of his equipment very well. And that's Justin Haley.
2: Justin Haley. He's starting
1: 22nd in the Daytona 500 with Rick Royer Racing. Finished 11th in his qualifying race. He'll be starting beside Jimmy Johnson. Uh, and Ross Chastain, all in that that group. So, I'll I'll go Justin Haley. Because like I said, I don't think I'm going to pick him at any other race. I'm expecting an L for me this weekend. But I'm I'm, it's crazy. I don't know who to pick.
2: You think so, huh? I think so. Hmm. All right. So. Uh, hmm.
1: Here's the thing: we have 26 races, and then we reset. Mm-hmm. But I would say there's probably about 20 to 30 contending drivers. Right. And that's almost every week. That's not just Daytona. Daytona, it's the whole field is a contender. Mm-hmm. So it's right. very hard to pick.
2: It is. This one is definitely very hard to pick. The sports book that I'm looking at here, the uh, outright race winner, is uh, a favorite is kyle bush yep. plus 950
1: who's never won the 500 Loved the most slaps in Daytona 500 history never won it hmm. would have won it last year when that red flag came out but they decided to restart the race and he was really upset about it i remember yeah that. uh
2: but then you know you got logano blaney hamlin all mm-hmm. plus a thousand but he those won. are the favorites I was
1: gonna, yeah and so again do you want to burn through someone like that that exactly early? you know week one Mm mm-hmm. can Uh, no, No. I'm not
2: gonna, I'm not gonna do that. Spoiler alert, I'm not gonna (laughs) do that, even though I do think it's intriguing that you went uh, that way of uh, Haley, because I was kind of on the uh, same Mm -hmm. uh, line here in the sports book that I'm looking at here. Uh, The person below Justin Haley is who I'm gonna go with, uh, that is, I don't think I would go anywhere else besides here, Uh, Carson Horshavar. Oh, Horshavar. That's who I'm going to go with.
1: Hey, he is a rookie driver. He was impressive in the truck series. Um, Some people would say a little immature. Got some maturity issues. But he is someone like Corey LaJoy, who is with Spire Motorsports. So, again, they got that new money that they just brought in. He's going to be racing in the truck race to kind of gain him some experience. Um, That's not a bad bad pick at all.
0: Mm -hmm. It's a survival
1: of attrition. Now, a rookie driver who's known as a hothead. (laughs) Mm, 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 maybe attrition not his best thing but uh yeah he's been known to intentionally cause cautions because he needs them and he's right hooked guys into the wall (laughs) so that's uh
2: perfect for daytona (laughs) (laughs) let's
1: not do that at daytona (laughs) someone will be will be in the in in the catch fence that's not good
2: um, exactly. I also was gonna go uh, some entertainment as well. I was uh, uh gonna go Ryan Priest, a top ten, mm. and if I was gonna go with a, a winner, like I said, I should have locked this in before the uh, race. Uh, he qualified up front, so uh, I don't like his odds to survive uh, up there. Uh, but uh, I was uh, really looking at Joey Logano mm-hmm. as a. The race winner. I mean, he was fast qualifying, Starting so, on the pole. I, I know, but I'm just
1: uh-huh.
2: worried of going wire to wire. Yeah. Out there.
1: Again, it's it's a survival race. Yeah. Uh, a couple other drivers that I wanted to just just hit on really quickly um, to keep your eyes out for if you are watching this race. Um, Bubble Wallace. I think at, at most of these you know super speedway tracks, he always finds his, his way to the front. Of course, Denny Hamlin has won two of the, he won three of these. He's looking for his mm-hmm. fourth. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is the defending champion of this race. He's another guy who always just seems to find his way towards the front of these races at the end. Ryan Blaney's another guy mm-hmm. who just always seems to be around at the end, and that's what it's about. You know, you could run 35th all day, but if those last ten laps you're in that pack, you can find a way to win. And that seems to be what a lot of those guys kind of do. Ryan Blaney starting thirty second. He was in an accident in his qualifying race, that's why he's starting further back. Kyle Busch, we mentioned, led the most laps in Daytona Five Hundred history. That'll win. He's starting thirty fourth. You may have some entertainment there um, if you feel strong about Kyle Busch because of where how far back he is. So Mm -hmm. should be should be a fun one Mm. if it gets in
2: Five Hundred.
1: If it gets in. Scheduled for a one o'clock start, one thirty Eastern, twelve thirty Central. So we'll have to see if it if it actually gets in. But again, it all kicks off tonight with the uh, the truck race. There's ah, the trucks, trucks today. There's uh, Arca and Xfinity tomorrow, and then there's the Cup race on uh, on Sunday. Four races in three days. If you count the duels last night, you know five races in four days. So looking forward to it.
2: Wow, five races. One of my
1: favorite weeks of the year. Favorite weeks.
2: This is uh this is Eric's Super Bowl.
1: It is. I don't I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but I watched this. Do you know who was the fastest by the way in the ARCA practice, Travis? No. Marco Andretti. Hmm. Mario's great great grandson, who, you know, we talked about was doing some stuff with um um SRX and was doing good there, and he wanted a cup ride. All he wanted was a stock car ride. And He's getting it in the Arca series. Uh, he's a rookie there in the Arca, and he was the fastest in practice.
2: Hmm. Ken. Yeah.
1: So, oh, and actually, they have announced that that Arca race will not be Saturday because of the rain. It's going to be moved to Friday night. So that Arca race tonight, scheduled to start time, Travis, will be after the truck race at 9.30 p.m. Oh, my gosh. Uh. wow. It's so Friday. I may stay up for that. I may mean, be <laughs> getting home for yeah, you know, around that time. I was going to
2: say, you might, you might yes. be. Yes. We'll check that out. Yep.
1: So, get ready. Daytona. And then, like I said, there is not another weekend without a race until the end of July for the Olympics. That's the next break.
2: Hmm. Very well. So, uh, we'll keep that going and uh, we'll hopefully be back talking about a recap yes. on Monday. Uh Their weather uh, permitting uh, there. So,. All right, if you don't have anything else, I think nope. that'll uh, close it out for uh, today. We'll get on getting on here on this Friday. So uh, we'll be back to uh, recap the games tonight as well as get set for a regional play on Monday as well. So until then, thanks for listening, thanks for downloading, and we'll be back on Monday. Have a great rest of your weekend. Peace.